Hello, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining us today for McGraw-Hill Education's podcast series, Creating Community Through Conversations. Our topic is first-year college students and our lens is focused on you. Today, I'm joined by author and educator, Sharon Ferret, and our topic is resilience. So Sharon, what is resilience and why is it important? Well, good morning, everyone. Oh, I love to talk about resiliency because I think it is so incredibly important, especially this year. We have had to learn to cope, haven't we? But in a nutshell, resiliency is really the capacity to successfully adapt to challenges and bounce back from setbacks. It's really positive ways of recovering from adversity. And we've all had to be very creative this year, haven't we, to come up with ways of dealing with Uh, the pandemic, uh, Zooming, learning new things, uh, dealing with isolation. So resiliency is really just another muscle within us. You know, we have to exercise to develop our muscles. We understand that with taking walks and and being active. Resiliency is the same thing. When we have small setbacks, if we can learn to cope and to adapt to those small adversities and setbacks, we will be so much better able, we will have developed our resiliency muscle so that we can really bounce back and not just cope, but really thrive during setbacks and during adversity. So really, in a sense, that's what adversity is. And why is it important? Well, it is so important because we have learned through a lot of research And science has showed us that resilient people are both physically and mentally healthier. That when we we are helpless or we don't bounce back, it can really affect our immune system. We get sick more often, we can get depressed. Um, it It is just so important that we learn good coping and ways to deal effectively with setbacks. So that's why it's important. And science also tells us that with training and practice, anyone can develop resiliency. We can learn to build new connections. And so I think that's the, the excitement really is when you look at the scientific data, you, you can say, maybe I wasn't born being the most optimistic person. Maybe I didn't come from a family that was really optimistic and open and and more growth oriented, but I can learn how to do that. So you want to look at some. So steps. what would you? Yes, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to ask yes. you what are what would be some simple ways then to build resiliency within ourselves. Well, thank you for for really narrowing that down to some simple steps because often people think, oh my gosh, I have to be a whole different person. I have to change my whole attitude. And that would be great if we could wake up and just become a more optimistic and open person. But we can do simple steps that again, increase that ability and really strengthen that, uh, what I call the resiliency muscle. And some of it's just very, very simple things. So. Let's say that um, every day we get up and we just get outside. The earlier, the better. And I know sometimes that's hard. We're busy with jobs and school. We have commitments. But if you can get up and just even walk around the block, 
even better would be to take a half hour, an hour walk, of course, but just get out in nature. There is something about the light, even if it's dark out in the winter, you know, you can start seeing the, the sky change and it just lifts you up like another new day is being born. And we get to be part of that new day. We get to, to learn and to grow. And it does something with our energy level, our state of mind when we get up and we exercise and we get outdoors. So that's just a simple thing we can do. The other thing we can do is I like, um, you know, to talk about lots of things that are maybe not as easy, but I think make a big difference. One of the things that I do is before I even get out of bed in the morning, I lie very still and just go through how I create my day. So if you want to look at how you change your attitude or your mindset, if you can do this the first thing in the morning is to say, what is my intention for this day? And I'm just giving, I'm going to give you a little quick little thing of, I lie still and I actually smile because I'm so grateful to be here. And I take a deep breath and I give thanks that I'm alive and I get to be part of the universe that day. And then I give my intentions. I intend to be attentive, patient, fully aware, and awake to nudges and to intuition that point to opportunities. I intend to allow my creativity to flow. I intend to be kind and useful and calm throughout the day. Let me see beauty and love all around me and let me be fully present today. So take a minute, if you will, and just write up a little script for you that is totally you, that just says, today I intend to be. And that, I can't, you know, it just opens up all these possibilities. And then again, if you can just get outside, even if you just go outside and stand on your front porch and say, good morning, fresh new day, you know, and look at the sky and just be open to that day. So that sets a tone. So that's kind of an overall arching, how do I set my day? How do I make intentions? And then there's little things you can do. Since I like to put things in ABCs, A, acknowledge your feelings. There'll be sometimes we have setbacks. Right now we can say, even though I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling isolated or I'm feeling like I'm not getting as much out of my college experience as I would like to, even though I'm feeling these things, I'm feeling a sense of sadness, I can breathe deeply. I can calm myself down and get clarity, and I can choose to be more positive. I can choose to see the good. I can choose to say I'm healthy. So I get to live this day, and I get to come up with creative ways of bouncing back. I get to say, What's, what can I learn from this? I was asking my 10-year-old grandson, Caden, what have you learned from the, this pandemic? What has been good things that have come out of it for you? And he said, wow, no one has ever asked me this. They've talked about how hard this is and what we've had to give up, but nobody's really asked me what I gained from this. And he said, wow, I have so much more time to be with my family and to play games and to get out during the day and to ride my bike. And even though 
I've had to really buckle down to my lessons, get all my assignments done, I feel the sense of flexibility. Now that's from a 10 year old kid. So I'm wondering how many of us can turn this question around and say, yes, this has been hard. I have had days of depression and sadness and isolation. <clears throat> but in the midst of all of this, um, in, in the midst of all these feelings, I have the capacity to be, breathe, and look at my beliefs, and then consciously get very calm and say, how can I see this differently? How can I use this to flex my muscle, to build resiliency, and to be able to have um, a new capability when I have other setbacks that will come? Because life is challenging, and I want to be prepared. So those are some simple things. Talking with friends, letting go of sort of irrational beliefs. And then something else that's very, very simple is doing what I call radical self-care. Taking really good care of ourselves, getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise, taking care of our mental states by being with upbeat friends, just talking with someone every single day, um, and having really good food that you enjoy, fixing yourself something really good, not mindless eating, but sitting down and savoring a meal. And all these little things will help us find meaning in our life and reach out to other people because everyone is fighting a great battle right now. And we need to come together and find ways that collectively we can work together and knowing that it will end and we'll get back to more of a normal life. So those are some simple things that we can all do. Thank you so much, Sharon. This You brought up so many good points that would probably lend itself to their own individual podcasts, attitude, practicing more gratitude, the self-care, all such helpful tips and would really make an impact on how we all do approach our own setbacks um, to help us build resiliency. We appreciate your time so much for joining us and thank you all for joining us as well. We look forward to our next podcast on creating community through conversation. Thanks thank for joining so, us. Thank you so much. And I'll just leave with one final thought that we have enormous heart and, and the ability to hold grief and joy and loss in our heart, but also great wonder and joy and beauty and pain. We can hold those both in our heart. It is immense enough to hold it all and to say, I can see the beauty of this world even though I have pain of loss. And that's really what we're all called to do, to find joy and beauty in our lives, even in the midst of loss and pain. Thanks so much for being with us today.